when you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. Uh, I'm Sam, cheer your host, uh, and tonight we have... Nathan. Hi, I'm Scott, thanks for having me. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, Scott, welcome I'm to here. your first, first Asian Special Action Cast. Special guest, uh, Scott. I'm here. Scott of us prime. Uh, and... <laughs> Mike. <laughs> thank you, Mike. So yeah, Scott, first Asian Action Cast, and Welcome. It's really good to have you with us. Thank you. It's uh, it's good to be here. I've uh, been looking forward to doing one of these for a while. This is what you're fifth, eighth. Uh, eighth. Wow, we picked a doozy for this one, didn't we? This one, I think this is. I'm going to say probably my second favorite one. We've really? Done. What was your first favorite? Uh, the first one, Project Day. Project Day. Yeah. This is your second favorite after Project Day. This movie was amazing. All right. Absolutely okay. amazing. Okay. It, it, it certainly takes the step that we took with. Um, was it the the wizard the, the battle wizard the yeah, battle yeah. wizard and, and like takes that next step into the craziness yeah, it's, it's almost like battle wizard battle wizard was coherent in comparison <laughs> yeah. like, yes. is that a plot yeah yes. so as you've read the, the name of the podcast it is Future Cops is it Future Cops or Future X-Cops or how I'm, you... I'm no, reading no, it right there, now there is, oh, there is another movie that yeah. is called Future X-Cops also by Wong Jing but that's made like in 2010. Oh, not not the same film. No, no. And it, so, similar premise, same director, etc. Same actor, actually, Andy Lauzen as well. Yeah. But, no, this is the original Future Cops from 1993. It's probably not Future X Cops, it's probably Future EX Cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I see, yeah, the yeah. translation of this is Super School Tyrant. Oh, is it? Is, oh, so it's not Future Cops at all. That's such a better name. <laughs> yeah, Future School Tyrant sounds cool, but I guess it's... Super be... School Tyrant. Super school tyrant. Future super school tyrant. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. You're putting words in now. You're adding words in. Mega. <laughs> Cross. <That's, laughs> this is this is your movie, Scott. I think this. Uh, I found about this movie when I was talking about this with my wife. We were talking about the movie City Hunter, which uh, a lot of you might know. There's pictures of a scene where Jackie Chan is dressed up as Chun Li, and I remember seeing pictures of this in magazines back in the mid-90s, and I was like, wow, this is pretty cool, because there was not much internet widely available for me at that time, and the Street Fighter movie that had come out, or was planning to be come out, was, was underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it, it holds a certain charm for me. So we saw these photos, like, oh, wow, cool. And my wife goes, oh, you have you got to see this other one called Future Cops. It's got these weird Street Fighter knockoffs and rip-offs, and I was like, wow. So I, I kind of was on the hunt for this movie, and... I saw it in a, uh, a chain store for like eight bucks. I was like, I grab it straight away. <laughs> and I've been waiting to watch it. And we watched it tonight and uh, it's pretty special. Yeah, I was surprised. That, uh, I mean, you guys, have, 20 years. you guys have seen Nathan and Mike. You've seen bits of it, but you've never actually sat down to watch it. Yeah, them. it's been on mm. parties and things like that all through my teenage and, and like young adult years. It sounds like a good party. I think I was given a digital copy of it at one point and I just sort of scanned through it but not actually sat down and watched it I think the first time I actually saw this film was when roughly when it came out and I saw it on VHS uh, and I was a young impressionable mind 
Actually, so was this like late 90s or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably mid to late 90s. And I actually, um, I want to say I saw this before I saw uh, City Hunter. Uh, so, yeah, like, I mean, my, my only exposure to Street Fighter on film at this point was the Jean-Claude Van Damme film. Um, I went and saw that as a child. And even as a child, I was like, man, it's not even a fireball in this film. You know, for, this- me, for me, that was a, a movie that, like, I was like, Man, no matter what anybody says, because because uh, back in the day, you read in the TV guide and the, the film critic would give like one star to Police Academy or one star to it's like pointless action movie. And I was like, man, they're gonna pan this movie. I don't care. It's gonna be street fight. It's gonna be awesome. Everyone's gonna hate it. And I'm gonna love it. And I saw it. I was like, eh. remember when there were movie reviews in the paper? Holy shit, that just blew my mind. Yeah, I remember yeah. reading those. It's and like you circle things that you're gonna watch. Yeah. Oh, Crap. So, I remember like the, the battle and, and uh, it was always like you know the Mortal Kombat movie versus the Street Fighter movie back in the day. That's um, not even a contest. I, I, it's no. Actually, no, I, I, I think I might blow. I think I might blow your mind. I've never seen the Street Fighter movie. We've oh, been in it. really? I've seen I've seen a scene from it. I think I've seen someone in a tube of something like oh, a blanker or someone. Boy, I envy you. There is a yeah. cheesy <laughs> weirdness that is. Slightly enjoyable, like it is so poorly done and so poorly researched. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch it. I've gone long enough. It's like the Macarena. <laughs> yeah. I went a good two or three years after the hype before I saw the Macarena. I don't need to see Street Fighter Two the movie. I think uh, Van Damme's performance in it, it is no, pretty it good. Street Fighter Two was just Street Fighter. Okay, Street, 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 Street Fighter. You guys remember the Street Fighter Two animated film? That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that, that was, was amazing. Pretty good. That was really good. You gotta watch it a little bit for Raul Julia. He hams it up in such a way. I have to say, I did. The, did the Street Fighter 2 animated movie come out first, before? I don't remember. I, I don't I think don't so. And there's that whole Alpha series as well. There's like an animated... No, it is good. The movie, well, it's a series. They yeah. animated... Like, well, back in the day, they didn't animate them as well. As the I, feel, I feel like I watched the animated one first, and that blew me away, because that, that is... It's good, excellent anime, and it has yeah. great music in it, too. And Naked Chun-Li... Well, yeah, just yeah. Story. But and there's like there's like a fight where Ray reused like all punching it, like that's the only scene I really remember is Ryu punching it a uh, a bison. At bison. At all Balrog, depending on who you want to call him, and he's like just dodging and just oh just yeah, yeah, easily blocking yeah. Ryu's moves, and Ryu's like yeah. They animated that film really. I don't want to stay too long on it, but when I saw it, it was um, Ryu fighting Fei Long. I don't know if you remember that fight. Oh yeah, a little bit. But the like. The hits were painful looking, and uh, you know, and he did a, a whirlwind kick without it looking ridiculous. So I thought that, that was masterful. You know what? That is unlike this film. Very much unlike <laughs> this film. <laughs> Mid nineties anime that is violent and like this is an all star. Like you watch, like oh, you kind of cringe. Yeah, people like bones are getting broken. It's <laughs> so you're you're absolutely right, Nathan. That that's very different to this film. But I still hold this film really really high because uh, it's like a like a bunch of cosplayers really isn't it it's just because cosplayers. it's not licensed this you see better cosplayers at PAX <laughs> yeah. uh, before we go any further do we give a spoiler alert for anybody no 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 we, no, no, no. <laughs> no. we, we go through it's the a pretty old movie if you haven't seen it already uh, it's, I think it's available on YouTube if you uh, I mean track down a, a DVD or whatever you have to do I'm not I'm getting pirates on YouTube so you might as well watch it there I will gleefully spoil this for anyone who hasn't seen it yet but the, the uh, well, we should start with um, the premise of the film. So the premise of the film is that uh, it's the future. Twenty forty three. Twenty forty three, 
and uh, there's an evil crime lord who uh, you don't meet first up, but he's just called the general, and uh, well, he he looks like M. Bison, <laughs> basically, um, and he's played by Jackie Chan's bodyguard uh, Kenneth Kenneth Lowe. Uh, yeah, I think he's called uh, Wingfoot. Uh, so I, I don't know if he was Jackie's bodyguard at this time, but he just plays a really good bad guy. He just kind of has. Speaking his... this one. No, what well, he talks through his mind. So my he's, talks. Yeah, he's, he's a robot apparently. Yeah, he's a psycho. He's but he decides to laugh with his mouth open. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. Plot hole. Plot hole. But we haven't even met him yet. He, yeah, this he's is not just, even in the film. He's at the beginning. He's not even there. So we start in a really low rent Tron looking place. With yeah. hoverbikes coming out. With weird hoverbikes. Like There's a, a lot of Come on. There is a fair amount of Yeah, but how good does it look? It the like lasers like, shooting everywhere. There's lasers and machine guns. Which yeah. Was interesting. They're flying on like uh, Masters of the Universe hoverbikes. <laughs> and they're shooting lasers at cars. There's cool like techno music. And it reminded me, the opening scene reminded me of, uh, you ever see that movie Cyborg? You know what it reminded me of? What? It reminded me of... Highlander 2. Yes! Yes! <laughs> true, true. That's a, you know, like a cyberpunky dystopian <laughs> world. <laughs> you know, they, they do it really well. I mean, like, uh, it opens with uh, Saget, or in this movie he's called Ty King. Um, and he's driving around. Well, I get my Thai food from Ty King. <laughs> Your Thai food from Ty King? Yeah, they make good Thai food. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Ty King, I- I'd like some food, please. And then he just kicks you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Kung Pao chicken. That's actually Chinese food, but yeah, Thai graphic cut. So he's driving in his uh, Jeep and he's getting away from these flying bikes that are shooting lasers at him. Yeah, and he just has a machine gun and he kills them all. Yeah. What's the point of the lasers? The lasers don't seem to do anything, really. They come off the doors, like they shoot off the doors. Anyway, he kills all of them with his his gun and he runs into a room, right? He goes into like this uh, kind of... Shed. Shed. It's a shed in the middle of nowhere, you know, like... And there's still people after him, but they have this whole, like, dialogue in the shed while everyone's kind of outside. And in there we meet two other conspirators. Yes. Going back in time. Yeah. And I think it's Kent is one of them. Yes. They're all... Like, so the reason we started talking about Street Fighter so much is because everybody is based on, like, a Street Fighter 2 character. And they're just mildly ripped off and the names are slightly changed... And they look slightly different, <laughs> but pretty much that's what you're watching the movie for, right? Yeah. Like they, they even like pause to do like the reactions, like like the characters do in the game. Yeah. The, yeah. There's lots of uh, peace signs going on, um, but at the beginning it's pretty somber. They don't they don't joke too much in the opening scene because it's pretty serious. This is like Demolition Man set up. Oh, you, you have to introduce the other characters. So you've got. The Thai King. Yeah, Thai King. Second. Kent, who's, who's obviously Kent. Yeah. Uh, with weird, uh, like, highlights going on. And probably the best, best like, low-range version, Toyota. 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 Have a guess who Toyota is. E-Honda. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they, they're all, like, the bad guys, but sure, it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are they the only ones in this shed at this point? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're the only bad guys that you meet. Yeah. And then you meet, uh, then they... They uh, have to come outside because the future cops have the future cops on their hover bikes. Yeah, and the future cops consist of uh, Ryu. Uh, they don't actually Lung. say his name. Hmm? His name is Lung. His name is Lung. The only thing they say Lung. Oh, something. good lord! Uh, he's wearing some white or jeans. Lung, if you will. Lung. and uh, we've got <laughs> Broomhead Man. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's his actual name, but that's, that's what people... how everybody, what everybody calls him. Everybody calls him yeah. that, uh, who obviously is Guile. Guile. 
uh, played by Jackie Chun, a uh, famous Chinese pop star. And uh, we've got uh, Vega, um, who's Andy Lau, and he's wearing like a half face mask with Wolverine yeah. claws. What's his name in that? I didn't even hear. Uh, was it, was it Chin? Uh, he's think- Thai Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thai Man. Uh, and we've got, uh, who else is there? Uh, You're Sing, missing Dalsum. Oh, Dalsum. Dalsum, good God. Sing? Yeah, his name's just Sing. And uh, he's played by Simon Yam, a young Simon Yam. You picked uh, it up pretty much straight away. Well, I, it took me a while because he, look, he looks very, very different. And, and they go and moving his head constantly. Yeah, he's always doing this, like, Dalsum. It looks like a twitch. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he has full body Tourette's. <laughs> But uh, he, he fights by stretching his limbs, so you can kind of guess and that he's Delphine. Yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't, um, they don't slowly build up to special moves either. No, it's straight in. It's straight in. Like, uh, I think it's uh, Lung, who is right. We'll just call them by the Street Fighter names because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ryu basically starts up doing a whirlwind kick, and he's countered by Ken doing his whirlwind kick. And it's so spinning, it's so making me dizzy, it's like... <laughs> Sped up. It's awesome. It looks yeah, like dolls. This is some of the fastest speed. Like, <laughs> I'm good. like this movie has the most sped up stuff I think I've ever seen in a film. I think he does that on purpose to highlight the street fighterness of it, I guess. But yeah, like they've sped up the film and they've cut some frames, so each of the hits looks like it's going much faster. And then they start shooting fireballs at each yeah. other. Uh, they so do yell like something fist, out. I think. Sonic fist. Yeah, they don't call out like Crescent, crescent blade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crescent blade. The sonic boom. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the fireball's called. I don't see uh, Ryu doesn't actually throw a fireball. It's it's all Ken. Uh, Ryu's a Kent. bit of a Kent. Kent. Uh, Ryu's a bit of a uh, a background player in this. He's not really a main yeah, character. Yeah, doesn't go to the past. That's all right. His character's not that interesting anyway. He's... But he had the best excuse. <laughs> oh yeah. Of, of not going to the past. Again, again, they're a bare facsimile. Like Guile Belly has a story in the video games either. But yeah. He's like. Broomhead. The singing teacher of doom. Before they start fighting, uh, when the future cops arrive, do they sort of say... They outline the plot, don't they? Yeah, they say, we need to go back to the past because... 1993. The generals have been sentenced to jail. Yes. By this judge. Yeah. And if we kill the judge... No, no, we we have to get the judge to change his mind from back then, and then when he's in the future, he'll let Bison go. I don't think that's how it works. Well, they want to well, do something. That, that, to was him. What, that was what the original plan was to like, like get him onto their side back when he was a teenager. So when he grows up, he'll let Thin Bison go. Just let him go. That was the original plan. That plan changes throughout the movie. <laughs> the the judge's name is uh, Yu T Hong, uh, and yeah, they, they basically want to go back in time to do something to him, whether it's kill him or change his mind or yeah, something. Like let's let's. Like, I mean, look, it's this not is the, this is going to be very difficult because this is. Both a time travel movie and a terrible movie. And a comedy. And a comedy. Well, that's, yeah, <laughs> and a romance. And a romance. Yes, and, th- and it does stop for a couple of different uh, musical numbers. It's, it's, it's every movie. It's great. This movie is probably the best movie I think I've seen in recent memory. Second. Uh, so they, they, the, the bad guys, uh, they, who are called the Future Rascals, they manage to uh, use the... No they use the time machine and they do travel back in time. And what's left is... Uh, is kind of like you know the DeLorean how it's got the yeah, timer the, spin, the spinning dial yeah. 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 the whole thing gets blown up and the last thing that's left is a spinning timer and a voice going telling them the year they went back to yeah. so they know you know it's a robot because it's like a roboticized girl's voice mm-hmm. saying like you know 1993 
And then they have a meeting. The future cops have a meeting about who they're going to send back to the future. Wait, back, back to past. <laughs> and uh, now the people who get selected aren't too happy about it. And uh, they said, oh, why can't Ryu go? Because he's, you know, he's one of the, the best guys. And he's got very... He, he, his boss, his, his boss turns around and goes... Cause, cause he's my wife's brother. <laughs> and, uh, oh, okay, then. <laughs> he just flashes his uh, his long eyelashes, and he's like, "Pretty boy." So they send uh, they send three of them back. They send Broomhead Man Guile. They send uh, Vega, Andy Lau. Uh, man, there's too many names. I'm just gonna call. Before them Before they do that, they also give this weird, only slightly used. Uh, device where they say you can't tell lies otherwise you'll get shocked by them. Oh yeah. Yeah, which which, which, which kind of no sort sense. of they, they kind of sort of pay off it later in the film. But there's lots of shades of like they live in this utopian reality, right? That's, that's not a utopia. No, cuz it it's, it looks dystopian. It looks like, you know, the general thing over. You can't fuck yeah, it's, well, that's the thing. It's like Demolition Man. They can't have sex because of AIDS and whatnot. And they they say, oh, it's this... Well, yeah, they say, okay, we can't have sex because AIDS has killed lots of people, so what we're going to do is we're going to let people who fuck, fuck, and then they'll die from AIDS. And Which this, is horrifying. I'm not even making this up. Like, and this is in the film. Yeah. This is the plot. Don't, don't write letters in, because I'm not making this up. This is in the movie. And they're saying the people... It's a throwaway line. It's like, yeah, we can't really... Yeah, yeah, it's a throwaway line. So they, they like to... But they... They like to masturbate, but they like to use every other word for masturbate. Oh, look, it's, it's, winning. Masturbate. it's a Wong Jing film, so... Yeah, yeah. Lots of, of, I, I do picture most Wong Jing films with him sitting masturbating in the back of the... Oh, good lord. ...make these movies. <laughs> these, uh, there's lots of puerile humour. Uh, and I should say that even though we're recounting the plot, we're there probably no going to... We're going to gloss over about a million jokes because there's just... We don't want to spoil it. They, they, they throw out ten every two minutes. Yeah. It's very slapstick. So they decide to send these future cops back in time, uh, and they when they decide to do that, they cut away, and then they introduce us to the... Our hero of the story. The hero, um, who is a, a young gentleman. A young gentleman. He's 28. Yeah. He's 28 years old. Well, still, still in high school. His name's, his name's Chan, Chan Tai Hong, and uh, he's... He's down on his luck, you know, he's not the best kid he's not in having school. a good day, is good. No, he's, he's 28 years old because he could never graduate. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a joke. He kind of, you know, hangs around with the kids and he's still getting bullied. Uh, his life's not great. His sister's picking on him. His mum doesn't really care. Yeah. He's having a bad luck day. He keeps it's, telling everybody he's going to go commit suicide. Yeah, but nobody really cares. But, but uh, he has the really hot-looking friend. Yeah, yeah. Who's the only one that actually? No, nah, she, she's girl next door hot. Yeah, well, yeah. Team but, Wolf. You, you said yeah, Team Wolf. Team Wolf. Well, yes, it's I, a Team Wolf. Team Wolf situation. If, if I was to put them next to each other in this, uh, of all the girls in the movie, including the sister and and the other. It's the friend, sister that's the hottest. Yeah, but the sister's the hottest. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I went for the friend over the sister. I didn't really like the sister that much. But the it's the high waisted pants. Yeah, can't get over the like they just look terrible. But you know, yeah, it's nice. She's she's uh, Ching Mei Yao, and she's in a lot of films. The sister is is she's known for being quite attractive. Is she like a canto pop singer? Uh, I'm not sure. She was in High Risk. She's done a lot of Jet Li films, Mm. Um, and she's like you know we were talking about. She's like one of those. Yeah, yeah. She's um you know she shows a little bit of skin. You know she's like all those. Yeah. Uh, you know those teen movies that they always bring out so she's known and uh, obviously this 
demographic for this movie is probably, you know, young teens. Um, but she's his sister and she doesn't treat him very well. Uh, you know, they have a bit of arguments and whatnot. And they, they, they really go all out in the beginning of the film and they show how picked on he is at school. Uh, and he's really sick of it. And at the end, he's just had enough. He goes home and he's like, I'm, I'm just going to commit suicide. Nobody really cares. Perhaps, perhaps a case of crying wolf. Like, maybe he does it a lot. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. It's like, ah, oh, whatever. I, can we just go, like, two steps back? So we're all... When we first go to school, we're introduced to him. He's, like, female friend, buddy person. Yeah. Choi Nae, the attractive girl next door girl. His bully with the giant hair. Oh, his hair, yeah. The, the anime style hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The bully's name is Keon, and he's got this... Uh, he's got, like, a pompadour sort of... Oh, my gosh. Banjo... It's it's kind of like uh, Charlie or Nash from Street Fighter, as if if the hair was curled up yep. instead of down. He looks like a rockabilly guy. Yeah, so yeah. Tokyo or something. The smallest one of his gang, and he's the leader. Yeah, well, you, yeah. you don't know what he had to do to get that position. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And he uh, he carries around a Philippine maid with him, uh, who just basically does what he wants, and he's just like, yeah, I can I can roll with the maid. That's like a. <laughs> <laughs> That's a point of pride for him. Uh, and he picks on him, and he picks on him in a variety of different ways. He smacks him in the back of the head, and there's a whole back and joke forth. scene with a club, spiked club. <laughs> this is where you know it's not reality, right? When he pulls out a spiked club to deflect like a slap to the back of the head, yeah. you kind of go, okay, this is, this is an anime. This is Yeah, this is not reality. You said that pretty early on, I think, Nathan. This is like an anime. Yeah, it is. It's like an anime. It's... I have to wonder, I, I said like when I was watching it, when they set up the schools, I don't know if Chinese schools look like that, but it looks like every anime school, like they're all wearing white shirts, white shorts, you know, they're hanging around the schools, the girls are all wearing short skirts. I find the, the whole movie has a tinge of white, I don't know if that's how it's filmed, I know it's like fairly overcast in Hong Kong a lot, mm. but uh, the whole film yeah. has a, a tinge of white to it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, like, I've watched a number of Wong Jin movies, and I think it's more of his directorial style. Like, this, it may be the cinematography that he likes to do. The setups and the, the, the clothes of a lot of his movies have them in white shirts with white lighting in the background, which gives it that glare off. It is actually quite annoying in, in a couple of movies that he's made. Um, but yeah, this this isn't as bad because it sort of blends because he's got the the rest of the school uniform has a bit of pink in it, so it cuts out some of the whiteness. But it is, I think it's it's. I would I've got enough to say Wong Jing style. That. Maybe it's a contrast to the intro, which is all dark and neon and lasers and stuff. I think yeah, it, well, it contrasts with like the colours of all the superheroes. Like they've all got like red. They're all primary colours. You know, like greens and that. I'm I don't just, know. I'm going to say that he does. He seems to do a lot of one take, it's done kind of stuff. Yeah. And he seems. Yeah. To, he also seems to do a lot of uh, like we're just not so much filming on location, but filming for cheap. I bet you he's like if he's got a set for two days, he doesn't care if it's overcast that day. He's, yeah. he's getting those shots. Yeah. He's not. He's not worried about the lighting so much. He's just like, let's get it in the can and done. I don't find it insufferable in this film. Like I haven't seen too many of his films, but I just did, sort of didn't know. Make you take notice of that. I always give them the benefit. This is gonna. I give them the benefit of the doubt when we're watching these kinds of films because generally we're not we're not watching a tran a good transfer. We're generally watching like whatever we can get our hands on, right? So mm. like this looks like a it's, yeah. This could this looks like it's pro- possibly from a VHS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way with the stuff. Yeah, wow. it's on DVD. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't want to harp back on it, but I have seen ones where I know that they've been cleaned up transfers, okay. and it still has that All right. in it. So I, I have 
yeah, I, I, I'd come back to maybe, yeah, like you're saying, he's not really trying to make sure all the lighting's perfect when he's doing it. No, he's like, got two days. He's, he's cranking it. Set, let's just crank it out, and that's that's the kind of um, the way he, he goes. Um, he does a good job. Like, there's... Um, yeah. Like, when he's committing suicide, or, you know, saying he's going to commit suicide, he jumps off the balcony, and he realises that his girl-next-door girlfriend is coming over... And he holds himself with using his toe on the balcony, like, impossible, obviously. And then he gets stung by a wasp. Yeah, like a cartoon wasp. It's an animated wasp. <laughs> yeah. And I can't see any wires, and he's hanging on there. So, you know, like, the effects, they do what they need to do. They convey what they need it's to convey. It's so fast, though. It's like, it's rapid yeah. fire. Yeah. In, in between that scene, like, okay, in between him getting home and then saying he's going to commit suicide, there's, like, four jokes. Yeah. Four visual slapstick jokes. It's him fighting his sister... Getting attacked with an axe, getting attacked with a chainsaw, getting put in a thing. Mm. There's a joke with the mum. There's a plumber coming around. Yeah, a plumber, plumber comes around. There's water every like it. Yeah. There's like he's touching himself. Like, yeah, there's like three minutes, and it's there's like ten jokes. It's fast and, and no, furious. Add, add to the then the B joke comes in, and he does actually fall like he's committing yeah. suicide. Yeah, but he just falls flat on his face next to the the sister's stalker boyfriend. A suitor, yeah, yeah, a suitor. So. It wouldn't have killed him in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, this is the kind of movie where if somebody gets, like, really badly hurt, you don't go, oh, they're dead. We're watching the Looney Tunes. Yeah, this is yeah, 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 it's it's the Looney Tunes cartoon. Like, and, yeah, and, and several times throughout the movie, people do get, like, impaled into walls and, yeah. like, cutouts or walk through doors and they cut out of hurts and yeah. go through. Yeah. It's nobody's, a cartoon. Yeah. Nobody's dying. But the... I think after the um, committing suicide thing, like they showed how bad his life is and how down he is. You know, he's uh, he basically doesn't really want to continue with everything, and he's kind of yelling at the skies and uh, and drinking beers. And I don't understand the significance. He throws a can into the sky, which doesn't come down, but then it a, a big, massive can lands. A comically large, can. <laughs> yeah, like a huge. I don't it's know. Like it's like a gallon drum or something. Like yeah. a hole in the earth. I don't understand what the significance of that is, but I think it's to signal the coming of uh, the, the, Maybe, the future cops. I, like this is just me, but I thought it might signify the change in warping in time and space. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't think the movie's that I think smart. You give it too yeah. much credit. It's yeah. just a stupid idea. Where if you throw the camera from it, came that bigger. Get a 44 gallon drum, paint like a beer can, done, go. <laughs> well, we need a joke here. Put another joke in. All the reactions are like comically over the top. It's like uh, they're all mugging for the camera. No, no one does. Sure, that scenery. No one does something. No one conserves energy or motion in this film. If it, can, if it can't be done with three flips and like a turn, no one's doing it. I disagree. There's a turtle scene in there. There is a turtle scene in there. There's many turtle scenes in there, actually. Real turtles and fake turtles. Um, so, uh, the three future cops, they, they kind of show up in a bolt of lightning. And uh, it's just comic comic overreaction. He freaks out. He freaks out. And uh, they're, they're trying to stop him. And what happens next is mostly just exposition, really, isn't it? It's just like, hey, this is what's happening. This is why we're here. And he gets and over it. And they not to do any of it. Yeah, that's right. They, 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 they don't kind of make a bargain. If you help us out uh, finding this guy, we'll sort of protect you and, and 
We'll make you cool, Bane. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because they, they find out that he goes to the same school as this uh, Yi Ti Hung. The judge. The, the judge. And uh, and they say, yeah, yeah, help us out and we'll we'll bring all your dreams. And then it's promptly forgotten for like half an hour. They spend most of their time just not really looking at all. Like sitting in his room, eating fridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think they they made the point that they had to wait like they to go back to the future. They had to be, they have the, to be there's the same days. place fourteen days mm-hmm. later, You're so right, they yeah. have to stay at his house for for the whole time. So that when they go back to the future, they're they're at the same spot. So and then they have to make do with playing along with him to be able to stay at the house because because they're not superheroes. They just rip his legs off. Well, yeah. To disturb the past, etc. Mm. I don't think they ever mention anything about disturbing the past, Michael. Well, they just say, it's scary back there, don't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, you can't change anything. Well, There's anyway. a whole thing about you can't lie and you can't do anything. I, I don't know. They did kind of throw away a line about that. Like, yeah, it was like a throwaway line. Like yeah. I'm surprised that they actually uh, try to keep the time traveling part realistic. No, I know, I know like, you look at me strange, Nathan, because, yeah, it's unbelievable and it's crazy. But they ha- they add in lines to kind of go, you, you can't change the past anyway. Like, don't even try. Because he goes... But they're literally going back to change the past. Yes. But, like, it's... Oh, this- uh, yeah, I know, that's what I mean. So if they know they can't change the past, then why, do they, why are they even worried? Because it wasn't like... Uh- <laughs> Tell me who, which horse won and I uh, can make some money. And then, like, well, what about this horse from 1945? Do you remember that? And he's like, no. He's like, yeah, exactly. And then he gives up straight away. But I'm like, no, 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 no. Give me big picture stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's the big Zaibatsu now? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so they go along with this, uh, this plan and they basically follow him to school. And uh, what happens next is... He becomes uh, king of the roost, basically. Yeah. Yeah, like everything that happens... Dalsam, oh, sorry, Singh becomes his just like main body, bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, and comically beats up all the other bullies. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead Lights of taking... their asses on fire. Yeah, yeah, smashing their heads into walls. And instead of, like, acting cool or taking it graciously, our hero is basically just being cocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just like, <laughs> I'm the king now. Yeah, it's so funny. He's just, like, rubbing it in people's faces all the time. He's like, ah! You gotta do this. Yeah, I'm gonna give the movie props. I quite liked his performance. That guy's performance. Oh, really? Like the loser guy. Yeah. He was alright. It's not that he was like well acted or anything like that, but he had some funny facial expressions. He was able to carry off the com- comedy. I it's think. hard to do slapstick like that. Yeah, yeah. I like how it wasn't a gradual. It wasn't this gradual. I have the power now. It's immediately like, yep, I'm the king now. I'm the king, and he doesn't. He doesn't really let up. He doesn't do anything benevolent either, really. No. <laughs> he does his revenge. He's fine. <laughs> it's funny because I mean, if you didn't know he was the hero, you'd be like, I don't know, why am I going for this guy? Yeah, but you don't have time to care. This movie does not give you time to care about people's actual motivations. No, it's just awkward scenes, isn't it? Mostly, yeah. it's just like awkward scene, awkward scene, because you've got these fish out of water types who are like superheroes. Like they have to try and this. So Vega and Broomhead Man have to try and disguise where they're from. And they do this by him, uh, Vega, basically holding Broomhead Man upside down and sweeping the floor. And just yeah. saying, oh, I'm just sweeping Again, the floor. Again, I want to go back to the thing where he eats the fridge. <laughs> oh, <they're... laughs> For some reason, they're, they're in the room. I, they're eating I, shoes. I gather they're, they're hungry because they start eating shoes. Yeah, and you're like, oh, they're hungry. They're, like, they they're, they're they must be too hungry than eating the shoe. But yeah. no, it, it appears they like to eat inanimate objects. Yes, they find the fridge and everyone is like, oh, they're going to eat the like, oh, We found some food. Yeah. And then they empty the fridge and then they eat the fridge. Eat the actual fridge. Yeah, and then he makes a point of saying, oh, this fridge has got much less preservatives than in the future. 
And you just think, man, the world hasn't changed that much. 1945, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Long time. Come on. It's weird. Like, obviously, these characters... Obviously, it's being done for a joke. Yeah. Like, 100% it's being done for a joke because it's like, aha, you thought they were hungry because they were eating shoes. They are hungry. But they don't eat food. They... Weird, dumb shit. They're weird future cops. Yeah, yeah but a lot of the movie is like that. A lot of the movie just goes... Let's do a little skit and have no... There's no more eating in the film. Yeah. Yeah. I sh- we should probably mention that uh, the reason why we haven't discussed any fight scenes yet is because... There pretty much aren't any. There hasn't been a fight scene, really. The future Rascal who we referenced earlier? No. They haven't changed it. No, yeah, because they left first and they don't get introduced until okay. much later. Yeah, all right, to be mean? fair, the future cops landed on his roof, like, by design or by accident. They landed straight there. Actually, who knows where the Rascals landed? Literally by design, because that's literally where they need to be. Yes. But then the rascals show up later, and then they, the rascals obviously talk to the bullies who are getting bullied, and say, hey, we're here to help you out. We're here to- I'll, I'll give them the props. Who's to say that, knowing that they went to the 1st of July 1993, that they didn't go to the 30th of June 1993? Yeah, they may go there daily. There you go. Maybe. That's a good plot point. They could, they could have thrown that in there. Yeah, see, it's instantly consistent. Whoa. I'd like to see them try to get around. <laughs> that would be fun. I was actually pretty excited when I, because I completely forgot that the future rascals had even travelled back in time. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I want to go back to the thing where we were saying there was no fight scenes. There are tiny slapstick fight scenes all the way through. They're peppered, but they're not fight. They're not really fight scenes. Like there's a bit where uh, Vega like sort of beats up the bullies. Yeah. Like he beats up two of the bullies and he throws them on, up like two flights of. But they're not really fight scenes. No, they're not like choreographed. They're, they're like sped up and. Yeah, like it, a Stephen Chow kind of thing. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, well, Stephen Chow has done some fight scenes, but I know what you mean. Like, it's just, it's an altercation. It's like, yeah, a, yeah. But they, the the fight scenes in this film aren't really flashy for their martial arts. They're more flashy for like flashing weird lights. Effects. Yeah. So while um, Singh is being the bodyguard maid, I believe Broomhead becomes a teacher, and Vega becomes a student. That's right. That's correct. Yes. And they both look about 40 years old. Maybe <laughs> not wearing the mask, the half mask, the weird Kano mask at all. Did it break? No, Didn't the sister sit on it and break it? No, that was the CDs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's hard to tell the props. Oh, mate, it's, yeah, it's all over. <laughs> the CDs was the impetus for um, him having to date her. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it so comes later. Well, not much later. She was going to call the cops, so they said, oh, well, you can fix that just by wooing her, basically. If you seduce my sister, she won't call the cops. Because she was like, you need to give me gold and diamonds, or I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah, man, she is just constantly telling people, you need to give me stuff, she or I'm going to make your life fucking horrible. Does, do you think Wong Jing is a misogynist? <laughs> I don't think any female characters in this film have any arc more than look pretty, act cool, and want stuff. No, 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 no. I'm, uh, Kung Fu, I, have, I can't, I don't know how many of his movies I've seen, but Kung Fu Cold Master, the chick that's with him has an arc. She wants to get the, the, the chains up her wrist. Yeah. And she's a nice person. Well, she's mostly manipulative, really. Yeah, I know, but she's not, you know, she has her own thing going on. She wants to do it for the right reasons. Yeah. But I think uh, the, the sister character kind of, she comes across as bitchy and sort of whatever, but as she is dating, uh, Vega? Vega? Yeah, let's call him Vega. She kind of becomes a nice person. Oh, yeah. She cares for him. I don't know if she actually does become a nice person or if she just likes to get the D. (laughs) But she doesn't get the D. 
She doesn't get E. I thought she did. I don't know. She doesn't. There's that whole scene where, they, where she stabs him. Yeah. There's a scene where she she stabs him, but that doesn't hurt the people from the future apparently. And then they roll around in bed, and then she he pulls her back into the room, and that's the last bit of that scene we no. see. So I assume they're boning. But they yeah. were talking about masturbation. That's coitus. Maybe it's maybe, maybe they're just mutually masturbating. Ah. Mahjong, so many doubles. There's clearly Mahjong sounds happening there. They're clearly just playing Mahjong. Too many euphemisms. <laughs> there's lots of. Ah, oh man, I swear, if you were like a teenage boy, it's like Blue Ball Central. It's just so many euphemisms and like uh, little kind of like panty shots and stuff. It's just. Well, I suppose, yeah, that, that's the movie that it's made for, right? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's made for 14 year old boys. Man. It didn't have the internet because it was made before most people had the internet. Now, now people on the internet just look. For, for this, they're just like looking up. Chanley cosplay. Chanley cosplay. Triple X. Can we, are we, can we go to the major action scene in the middle of the film now? Because I feel like there's not much uh, else. I want, no, 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 no. no? We, we, have to, we, have to, we have to stop hard on two scenes. Okay. They're important scenes. Go. Sports carnival. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. We have to stop on Super Mario World. Oh, bizarre. <laughs> what the fuck was that I shit? Don't know. <laughs> there's about uh, 50 million jokes, but... Basically, we go back... We'll step back and, and, and redo the plot here. So he goes to school, beats him up. Anyway, he's back at home for some reason, waiting while the um, the hero's not at home. And he's in the sister's room, I think. The No, no she, he's in her, his the, the guy's room with all the CDs. And the sister comes home and starts wanting to screw with things, showing how she's such a good sister, screw with the brother. So she goes into his room to play with the CDs. And he... And he's left C's out on the bed, and she breaks the C's, and then blames him for it, and then discovers that he's a future cop. Through and this is the electrical scene, right? This yeah, is through, where the, he keeps through the electrical. The one, the one scene. point of that one plot device where he can't tell a lie as he gets electrocuted means that he can't lie about being a future cop. The so one she, thing you would need to lie about in order not to change the past. Yeah. Yes. So, so she discerns this. Then the brother comes home, and then they have a discussion. She wants jewels and stuff. Otherwise, I'll tell the cops on you. So then the brother says, well, why don't you woo her to get her to come over to our side? So then he takes her on to a date. Magically, straight away. To the arcade. And to an arcade. And he's dressed in a suit (laughs) for whatever reason. Well, that's what they do in the arcades, man. Wear a suit. And they walk past the view again. And suddenly... He takes her into the video game. Does he take her in, or does the video game yeah, stuff in there's it? There's magic. There's magic involved, man. Lights and shit, and they go into the video game. And it's and it's Super Mario Brothers, and and the cosplay gets even a step shittier. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Like, this is the worst cosplay. It's cutouts and stuff. Yeah, it, it just looks terrible. awful. It looks like it's all everything's made of cardboard. And there are there are people in Mario outfits like running past in the background at weird intervals. Yeah, they're wearing face like Mario with mustaches and cardboard mustaches. Yeah, one of the jokes is that they shave her mustache off. And he shaves his as well. Yeah, and then they start making out and stuff, and then people start looking at the game. He gives a this is the weird drug reference. Yes, so they they have they get a star and it makes them big, and then they get pills and yeah, happy pills. Flat flowers made them big. Yeah, he actually says these are happy pills, and you get high on this. I thought they were saying like this is better than love making because we can't. Yeah, that's when they explain the AIDS thing that he he, they don't have sex in the future because of the AIDS, so they have the happy pills instead. Mm. So they don't, yeah, they don't actually, they don't have sex, but they have these happy pills. They that start making out, and then uh, people are watching, and I guess... Yeah, it's in the game, and then they appear outside, and then she's all, 
horrified there being people being watching to make out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you should feel that way. It's <laughs> yeah, awful. It's like he just. This is true. It's like he just gave her a roofie and she starts like. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly what it is. Yeah, take the Spanish flag. <laughs> Spanish flag. Uh, but then I was thinking to myself, wow, that that joke with the Cosby stuff. Wow, that really, that really hits hard. <laughs> Sorry, now, the oh snap! <laughs> I forgot that, <laughs> that joke. Uh, more current reference to that joke. Funky called me no, that's, you know, not, you that's know not a more current reference. The you want, you want, you want something even more current about that? The judge at the trial stopped him from talking about the Spanish fly in the trial for him raping a girl. Alright, well, I'm well off topic right now. <laughs> wow, somebody needs to explain the Spanish fly thing. Okay, there's, there, there is a Bill Cosby bit <laughs> yes. where he is talking about Spanish, Spanish fly. fly. And Spanish fly is something you give to, to ladies. Yeah. But this is like back when, this is like on his like '60s, '70s albums. It's like yeah. I think it's on my brother George or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You know what? As, as much as I'm onto that, guys, still funny. And the, so the, the album's still funny. Yeah, the, yeah, but because of that American guy. It just yeah. reminds me of that um, that new Chappelle special. <laughs> he rapes. He rapes. But he saves. <laughs> just talking about rape. There is a scene early oh, in the film where our hero is being punished. And people are walking past and looking at him, and his response, out of spite... Stop looking at me, I'll rape you. Yeah, <laughs> stop looking at me, I'll rape you. I'll rape you too. Yeah, that's a weird translation or what, Ben? No, it's not a weird I... translation, it's the, it's the early 90s. Can you speak Mandarin? Can I speak Mandarin? No, Nathan. Nathan. No. No? But no. It's, the early, it's the early 90s, and... It, knowing the director... It didn't have the stigma, it didn't. Yeah. Not that it was like a positive thing or anything, but... Yeah. It was a strange there's, there's, there's a lot of things in this film if we decided to get all sorts of justice that are problematic. Well, I mean, <laughs> they could have translated that. We completely forgot about that, that weird taser that looked like a vibrator. Yeah, um, they could have translated yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fuck you up or something like that. They could have made yeah, it. I, yeah, maybe. That's what, I, that's what I kind of thought it was. Yeah, it's just quick to write that or something. And, they just, and the person that was doing the, the subbing. To the, the, the little intent of, of what FUC can mean multiple things. Anywho. Anywho, uh, the next scene is the sports carnival. Yeah. And they introduce an interesting plot point, which is they give him these discs uh, where if he eats them or puts them in his mouth... He gets the power of the person for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's trying to win the sports carnival, isn't he? He's trying to... Basically, everybody thinks he's a loser because he's known as well, a loser. loser. The commentators yeah. are like, oh, this guy is no good. Yeah. He wins... I'll eat the table. I'll eat the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> he, he has to eat all of that stuff. He has to eat the microphone first, and that was at a running race. And uh, they're stretching, and there's a favourite, and then there's the main guy, and uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Let's just call him uh, Hung, because I think that's his name in the movie. And he's getting ready to race, and they've sprayed super glue on his uh, his blocks. Hello, it's kind of. That's pretty funny. I just it's it's actually funny watching him get taken down. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. He, he plays the, he plays the buffoon, sad buffoon, really well. <laughs> he tries to take off and he's stuck to the blocks. And uh, I think what was the solution to that? It was uh, Stelson shot some flames at his butt. Yeah, and, and then he took so his shoes off. He pulled so fast he ripped through his shoes and kept running. <laughs> Comically fast, sprinting, and he wins by sticking his tongue out over the line. And uh, obviously the commentator has to eat his microphone. And uh, the, the the next event is the high jump. And the commentator still refuses to believe in the, <laughs> the hero. And he's like, really? Uh, what are you going to do if he wins? And the, the commentator says, I'm going to eat this table. I'm going to eat it. And uh, he decides to... Hong decides to eat the disc for Thai Man or Vega. 
I don't know how. I don't know. Vega's never shown any proficiency at jumping. No, he has. He has. Yeah, there was a scene in which he grabbed two bullies and he jumped them oh, yes, three yeah. stories oh, up okay. in the air. Well, that's actually that's consistent with the game as well because he can climb the wall and, and yeah. jump pretty and high. Let, let's also remember that this is a movie in which everybody seems to be able to fly. I don't understand so, it. Like our, our confusion of some of these scenes is like apart from Broomhead, like when these guys, when like Time Man Vega and other people come to school and play teachers and students, they change their hairstyle and they look like I forget who they are. Yeah, because they're not wearing their cosplay hair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So I was like, oh, oh, that's, that's, okay. And it was like, it took me a while to get some of this. Yeah. Andy Lau ceases to be Vega and just becomes Andy Lau. Yes. It's, it's, yes. <laughs> the glasses sleeping class. Yes. Yes. Because he's too cool. He's too cool. For school. Cool. I did, that actually probably my singular favorite scene in this. So the teacher, the yeah, the teacher threw his yeah. pencils at him and he just knocks him aside and then it cuts to the dude next to him in class and the pencils are all sticking in his head. <laughs> and like, he's so pissed off. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's the best scene in the whole film. It's a good gag. Yeah. It's a good gag. This movie's full of gags. Yeah. Like, you don't understand. We're just going over the plot, but 90% of this movie is just gags. It's gags. Like when uh, uh, Hung actually wins the high jump by flying, like, you know. He stops and says, put it at the highest point. Yeah. Like, boasting. He's, he flies over it and then the other uh, couple flips the commentator has to eat the table and he realises it's a marble table <laughs> uh, and then after so eating dumb. after eating the marble table he still refuses to believe in him uh, I, I, I don't get why he, he makes more bets it's just the stupidity of it like well, I was, if you made the stupid bets you're going to make more stupid bets I was waiting to see what else he was going to eat but he just says no nah, I'm going to piss test him <laughs> yeah, I'm not eating yeah, I mean, if he does this nah he's on drugs to be fair he ate the whole table and he's sitting back and like yeah. blanket, like having his big gut he ate too much what, what is the next event anyway is there shot another put. event shot put. oh shot put. put yeah that's right and the big fat guy comes out and he throws like pretty far a hundred yeah. meters. A hundred meters. That's pretty far. It's like a world record, I think. It's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I think what sixty, seventy meters yeah, is what they're getting. Point, yeah. yeah, and uh, so Hung decides to eat the the dalsum disc, and uh, he just places his arm out. Yeah, like a, a millimeter past a hundred meters or something yeah. like that. Right? Which I mean, if you were a spectator or the commentator watching this, you'd be like, "That's not normal." No, yeah. Yeah. That's not normal. That's not normal. During this whole scene, it is overdubbed with crowd noise. This is like the raucous, most rowdiest. And every time it cuts to the crowd, they're barely interested. They're like kind of waving the flag. This crowd is like super hyped for this event. Oh, I completely forgot. It's like Uh, and the girl next door and and the. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the anti Teen Wolf scene. Yeah, the anti. The anti Teen Wolf scene. He's, he's not interested in the hot girl, even though he was interested in her earlier. The hot girl now has taken interest in him because he's won all of these events, and. Uh, Would you not be pissed at the hot girl though, when she does the the, the honey pot trap and you get naked in in the? <laughs> oh yeah. yes, but yes, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that was back. That was like ten thousand times ago. <laughs> but the the the. The thing is, he's never shown any kind of lesson learnt ever in anything that he's sure. ever done. Like, he like because they're just skits. Essentially, yeah. it feels like they've they've written them and then they've gone to them and they've tried to slot them into the film. Oh yeah, his character ne- the doesn't nothing. learn anything. Yeah. He would have tried to bone her if he had. He has no character arc. After all that sort of happened, then he had the the friend come over and he he starts to kind of get the hots for the friend. Well, he realizes he appreciates her. Yeah, and then from that point on, he feels like he's only interested in her. Yeah, we totally forgot that scene where they're on one one side of a 
sheet or something yeah, to the yeah, other and he's yeah, touching yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's weird. Like, yeah, yeah there's some weird scenes in this did, film. Did she come over, like, to tutor him? Is she like, oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah I, think so. I never understood. Well, yeah, it's bizarre yeah, he has a shirt really explain, on. Just like that, she was probably a throwaway line that was, like, yeah. Again, I think this movie is someone just going... Can we think of anything funny? And Chuck it in. Cut it all together later. Yeah. yeah. He is a horny twenty-eight-year-old, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird and creepy. That's actually a funny. Well, you know what's creepy in the movie is that Broom Man becomes a teacher, and Broom Man looks like he's in his forties, and this <laughs> immediately starts dating a student. Yeah, this fifteen or sixteen-year-old girl just like immediately has a hot room, and they have this like this musical number. Yeah, where they end up changing a, a baby's dance. <laughs> yeah, they go to a dream sequence where she's dreaming about their future yeah. and through different stages and they get to the, the stage when they have a family and, and they decide <laughs> to show him changing the baby's pooey nappy in way too much detail way too much detail and all the kids have slight broom head it's, yeah, yeah, yeah the kids have little broom yeah, heads that's the only funny part about that whole scene <laughs> but it sets but it there's up a music, there's literally a, it, the movie stops for a musical number yeah he yeah. sings it he oh sings yes you're right yeah. Yeah. he's singing to the kids that's right but it sets it up because see there's a method to the madness because by setting up this romantic interlude it makes us believe that he cares for her so that when she is kidnapped by Kent, that he would go and sure. try and save her. But he wasn't going to try and save her. He just wanted to go get the antidote. All right. Before he sings, though, he brings up one girl and says, sing a song. And she sings, like, two lines, and all the class of stories will be spitballs at her, and she's covered in spitballs, like, immediately. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it cuts away from her, it cuts back, and she's covered in garbage. Yeah, there's lots of smash-cut humour. It's just like, boom, there it is. So, we're talking about uh, the antidote, and the reason why we mentioned that is because... Uh, Bagashaw. Finally, yeah, Bagashaw. Bagashaw. Finally. Like an hour into the film, maybe. Finally. At least an hour. It's a pretty shocking violence, too, because they set it up so that Ken has now become a school teacher, and for him to do that, he has to go and save someone. And so, cut his hair. And, yeah, and cut his That's hair. That's another... Yeah, like, what? It's, and then uh, it just grows out later. So the, the, two, the two other bad guys, Saget and uh, Honda, they show up at school and terrorize the kids... And they straight up kicked the shit out of this, like, this girl. Same girl who sang. Yeah, the same girl who sang. Oh, that's just, right. Uh, to be fair, he kicked it once, you went flying like, yeah. miles away. And it's Smashed like yourself into the wall. Embedded like, in the wall. Yeah. And blood coming out of a lip. And uh, and then Ken shows up and does a hurricane kick and basically kicks the shit out of them. And they you run gotta away. you got to see his hurricane kicks, though. It's, it's insane. There's... There's a really great... Uh, every time they show Ken like walking away, he does this, like, turn back, look at the camera. Oh, yeah, they do, they do the double take, the, yeah. the, the close-up double and, take. And it's such a smug, smug... Yeah, I'm smug on his lip. So he becomes a teacher. To be fair, he's very handsome. He's a very handsome man. Yeah. yeah. Aaron Kwok, anybody who's listening at home, he's, he's a very good-looking man. He becomes a teacher. Thai man... Just, no, so not... Yeah, it's Thai man. Vega. Thai king... Oh, sorry. He's like, what's he? I forget what he he's. He's, he's, he's just like a little like douchebag. But he doesn't go to the school, does he? Like Honda. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Honda and Saget, they they piss off. Oh yeah, they, they go looking. Like yeah, and literally Vegas. the bad guys are on screen for ten minutes at school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An hour into the film. So, an hour film. So Ken is teaching in the school and he sees uh, Vega sitting on the table, Aaron, Andy Lau. While he's asleep. Yeah, and uh, Andy Lau doesn't realise and, and Ken's like, oh, he's, he's faster than me, I, I better take care of him. So he throws a book at him uh, like the old teacher used to do and uh, Andy Lau just catches it. But underneath the book are some needles and the, need- the needles go into his armpit and the needles contain a special poison that reverts your mind 
to a child. Immediately starts like getting a bit doughy and a bit. Ugh. Yeah, takes him outside, and uh, he basically says that you're gonna be, you're gonna keep you're gonna getting younger and you're gonna die. And uh, oh, that's right. And then they get beat up because the other because bullies now, come. Now I can't protect them. Yeah, he's a child. He's infantile, so the other bullies. It happens beat him a bit up. quick for my taste. I think a four-year-old in his body could still beat them all up. <laughs> well, yeah. Singers during all this, either, like the maid. Yeah, but they mentioned that his uh, his power is reduced as well as a result of this poison. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very uh, convenient this plot device of this poison. <laughs> the point of that gets his his his, his group back, so to speak. Yeah. So they get thrown off the building and the broomhead man catches him and, uh, and Ken basically says, oh, this is what I've done. Tries to wear a hot sports car. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> with the hot chick. With the vixen chick. Yeah. With, uh, the only reason seems to be that he wants the girl to tell him where this... Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's what Hung, yeah. So uh, he also does another double take before he gets into that. Yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah, every time. Every time. It's a running gag, but it works really well. I appreciate it. He also gets a wicked guitar solo. <laughs> yeah, it's a good rocking guitar solo. So he drives off in this uh, convertible sports car, and uh, and Broomhead Man is like, ah, oh. you know, because they learned how to drive and bought a car. Yeah, in the last ten minutes, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's definitely cars in the future because Ty King is driving a Jeep. That's true. That's true. Uh, so that they they go off. It's now night time. So they must have been driving. They left at daytime at school. So they must have been driving for ages and ages. They went, up, they now, went around the whole of the Hong Kong island. It's, it's now nighttime. <laughs> I pulled um, up at some dairy place, which you wouldn't expect to see. Hong Kong. It looks like a Seven Eleven. It, it is. It's an. Eight, I think it's actually the. It's called Eight Something Eight Ball or something. Uh, and he takes her inside uh, to to question her, and then, and then he gets a bit physical. He does, she and she doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. The man, because she's obviously attracted. Can, can to we Ken. also make mention of his suit? It is like the most 80s suit I've ever seen in the it's salmon. I'm sure his jacket's salmon. Yeah, it looks salmon. Yeah. Peach maybe? Yeah, maybe peach, peach. I don't know. It's it's very pretty. Oh man, it was it's like wow, what what bad comedy show did you walk in from? <laughs> Double take. That's <laughs> work. Oh, every time it makes me swoon. <laughs> so he's he's trying to interrogate this chick and then uh, Broomhead Man shows up on top of a car. Inexplicably, <laughs> and he has mind control powers because yeah. he controls the guy's mind. That's right. He's like does this forcing, like you remember this? Yeah. After like basically coming on this car, he jumps off the car and then yeah, he takes away the mind control. I don't know why he's he couldn't just ride in the car. Maybe his hair doesn't fit in the car. Possibly. Yeah. There you, go. you know, his hair's the source of his power. It's like Samson. If you bend it. Actually, it actually might be because in the scene in about five minutes, that that's a thing. It that is could, a thing. That could have been a wacky kind of. Your car and he cuts his own like makes it convert by the guys. That could have been a funny scene. I just written it. Could it was. <laughs> I was, Scott, did you see how many cutaways they had in this film already? <laughs> there's already too many jokes. There's not enough time. All right, sorry. So he shows up and uh, and there's a great moment where uh, I've forgotten his name. Broomhead man shows up and he confronts uh, the teacher Ken, who smashes a uh, it's a fire extinguisher and smoke everywhere. And he shows up, he puts his jacket on. He doesn't put it, he just magically turns, his head well, is magically longer. He's, he's now. And he's in his, yeah. his previous outfit, yeah. his bad guy outfit. It's like a rocker leather. But the same thing happens to, actually, does he, what kind of clothes does he arrive in? He arrives in his broomhead. teacher suit. No, broomhead man. Yeah. Because he, he, he also gets in his other outfit. Yes, he does. Yeah, after uh, after making all of the smoke go away, he, he turns out in his army fatigues. 
I'm not sure if he's wearing a United States Marine, like... He's uh, wearing some dog tags of some kind. Well, actually, Giles Air Force, isn't he? So, yeah. Anyway, uh, so Broomhead Man is now in his fatigues and, uh, and Kent, is, and they're throwing fireballs like shit. They're just throwing fireballs at each other. Yeah, it's this daily It's fantastic. Like, I want to take a moment and just say the special effects in this movie, wow. Pretty good. Wow, they're pretty good. It, it, it's it's already better than the Street Fighter film. It's better than Masters of the Universe. There's a scene where the, it cuts away, like you're watching, like tw- twenty meters down the road, looking into the the shop, and there's five horses going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like two people really got the back forth <laughs> and the quarter circle towards and punched <laughs> down. It is it is Sonic Boom versus like sh- sure yeah. you can like they just no one can get past someone's going to throw a control soon <laughs> this is the hacked version of Street Fighter 2 is there's no charge up for Guile it's just straight up boom boom and I'm pretty sure Ken's fireballs are angled downwards as well he yeah. seems to be shooting he's jumping like a Kuma yeah multiple multiple fireballs this is probably I'm going to say even this fight scene is the best fight scene in the movie you've already said that yeah, there's a you lot of practical quick. effects there's, there's you know there's, there's lots of whoa boom Sorry, we just had some falling glass. Uh, this this scene has um, like a lot of practical effects. There's fireballs and stuff, but like they get out of the scene. There's people th- like thrown out windows and stuff, and uh, and Ken basically goes and picks up a car, and uh, and, and and Guile uh, Guile Broomhead Man is standing in front of the the uh, the store, and he's he's motioning. He's like, "Come at me, bro! Come at me!" And so, so he throws uh, a car at him. He throws a car at him, and the car just smashes through Broomhead Man right into the convenience store. At a very and, slow pace, enough that he could have dodged it easily, but well, no, because he's saying he's saying, "Come at me, bro!" He's like, "Throw it at me, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna he took catch it." Like a man. It. Yeah, he took it like a man, and it basically destroyed. <laughs> it took him into the store, and then the store exploded in a pretty impressive big fireball. Yeah, it was a nice fireball. Huge explosion, and there was a cool shot behind Ken as well, like he's silhouetted against the fire. It's like, oh, it's badass. It's so cool, and uh, yeah, big explosion, and then everyone's like, "Oh, is he alive? Is he alive?" And uh, the chick who was captured by uh, by Kent runs in. She's like, "Broomhead man, where are you? Where are you?" And I love this gag. It's the broomhead man, his head sticking out of a tire or something. And there's a windscreen wiper that's just <laughs> wiping his face. And his hair is all. Oh, not paying attention. You wouldn't see that that wiper. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's funny. And his hair's all wet and it's like hung over his face, so his hair's not sticking up anymore. And uh, she's like, "Are you dead?" And he's like, "I'm dying." I'm dying, and uh, and she's I, I can't remember. She says something, and she kisses, she, she kisses him. Kisses yeah, him she kisses cheek. him. And uh, there's a graphic power bar. A, a power it's like bar. Of Scott Pilgrim or something. Yeah, there's like a power. This is this is Scott Pilgrim before it's Scott Pilgrim. Much. There's a power bar that raises all the way up, and then uh, you know, cut to Broomhead Man, and he's rejuvenated. His hair is standing straight up again. He's virile again. He's ready to go, and he basically <laughs> just powers up and smashes his way out and he does like a, a superhero pose and then they're crushing cars yeah they essentially he runs at him he pu- starts pushing a car Ken starts pushing a car from the other side there's other cars that they start collecting <laughs> in between the two and then they just crush all the cars together but they are the fakest looking cars like well, they are literally just pieces of tin but then I was saying Nathan where have you seen that before never yeah I've, I've never seen them do that before <laughs> It was pretty cool. I'm not. I'm not taking away from it. Yeah. Best fight scene in the movie. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so they push and, and, all the cars. Yeah. Best fight scene in the movie. It's it's. Pre- I like the end fight scene, but yeah, we'll get there. They push all the cars together and they smash. And uh, and Broomhead Man is too powerful, and Ken flies back into a car. And uh, 
He, well, no, he doesn't run away yet. He uh, Broomhead Man's flying towards him. He says no shadow kick, which is weird because it's another franchise. Um, but he flies and kicks through. Uh, I, don't think this, I don't think this movie cares about license or IP or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Ken holds up a car hood and Broomhead Man just kicks through the hood and smashes him in the face. Lots of water coming out of people's mouths in this film, I noticed. Yeah, yeah like he gets hit in the face and he's spitting out water like Rocky Three. And, uh, yeah, he said, tell me, give me the antidote. Give me the antidote. Oh, that's right, because he wants the antidote so he can get his friend up. Yeah, to yeah. To be not a baby in the head and all. And Ken's like, no, you're going to have to kill me. And uh, Broomhead Man, he basically starts begging. He's like, I know you guys aren't afraid of dying. Please just give it to me. He's my best friend. And uh, Ken just kicks the shit out of him and then leaves. <laughs> which is which is how that should go down. And, uh, and next, uh, it's a sad scene because you go back to Vega, who's now, you know, in the mind of a... Riding a carousel. Riding Is a anything car- sadder than an old man riding a carousel? Uh, oh, yeah, they have, a, they have the carousel and the... Which he's, is at the arcade. At the arcade, and, you know, he's talking to uh, Hung's sister, and she's saying, I love you, you know, Let's get married. married. Yeah. Let's have children. And, uh, you know, Vega's just saying... Yeah, you one. I'll ride this carousel again. Oh, it hurts, it hurts. And uh, basically, it's, it's over. It's over for him. You know, he didn't get the antidote. And Broomhead Man shows up. And he's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, they're consoling him. And then in the background, you see Ken just standing there. And you're like, oh, shit. He's coming to finish the job. And uh, he gets these needles out again. And he, he starts, just throws them. starts throwing them. And uh, they managed to dodge out the way, but it, it does hit like four people. <laughs> <laughs> Just like casualties of war. And uh, yeah, Ken doesn't stop. He keeps trying to throw these needles. Eventually, he manages to hit him with three needles. And they're like, no. And Ken said, don't worry. That's the antidote. So oh, your favor or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I actually almost wanted to stand up and say, fuck yeah. Because <laughs> it was, you know, like uh, if you ever play like Contra or one of those double dragon games, and there's two of you. It's like, oh man, there's two people now. And I think, oh yeah, Ken, Ken, he's doing good. You know, like it's buddy, buddy, team up time. I, I That's just, nice. I just couldn't, I couldn't get past the fact that he was doing something that they wanted, but he still a had to attack them, and b he had to kill like five people around him. <laughs> like he was doing something that they wanted. Like he could have gone up here. I've decided to give you these because I do your favor. Yeah. Not. I'm going to throw these at you. Yeah. The last time you saw me, I, I tried to kill you. Ah, he's wearing leather, you know? He's not all good. <laughs> he's, he's a bad guy. He, he can't do anything good without a killing at least three innocent bystanders. Yeah, you know, like, shades yeah. of grey. So then we uh, cut back to the future, I think, at this point. Oh, yeah, and you get introduced to the general. Yeah, no, Ryzen, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's, he's captured in some type of energy bubble. And uh, Force field. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> some faceless mook shot, kill all the guards, and yeah, get him out. Some, some, uh, some of his minions and, and let him escape, and... He's now decided that he doesn't want to, you know, turn the judge over his side. He's just going to straight up go back in time to kill him. Yes. So... Because he has, I don't know, time travelling powers. That busted matters out fairly easily. This could have all been avoided. Well, they have to steal the key. Oh, yes. That's what they said. They said that we stole him the key, and then uh, they open it, and he starts laughing. Yeah. He's, he's communicating without using his mouth at this point. He's yeah, still... I don't... I, yeah, I... I don't understand this bit. Well, he's, he's basically bison. He's... Yeah, but why does he want to go back in time? Yeah, I don't know. Judge. I don't know. Yeah, why does he go kill the judge? judge now? Yeah. Uh, who knows? It's true. Well, why does well, this he knows, exist? He knows his buddies are already back in time, so he might as well go back. Well, maybe he wants to hang out in the past yeah. before AIDS has killed everybody. This is true. He does have a bit of fun, which is 
Really strange, because he goes back, and they don't show you him going back or anything, but the next scene is pretty much the school going crazy. Also, I just want to get to... I don't want to get into robo-ethics, but if he's a robot, <laughs> then how can they convict him of a crime? Well, it's the future. It's 2043. True. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 It's 2043, man. You never know. Or do they even need to... Com- or do they even need to, like... Actually, hold him for a crime. That's he's true. a robot. Why don't they just destroy him? That's true. Off switch. Well, I'm just, I'm just like, yeah. Let's. I guess robot ethics aren't important. <laughs> yeah. See what that. If you think about this film too much, I don't think, uh, I don't think any of it really makes sense. Yeah. Right. Right. Let's just, let's just step back a bit. Yeah, I like the back. fact that those faceless mooks in their like garbage bags just show up, <laughs> kill all the guards, just get him out of there. It's like, wow. Why did you go? Why, did, why, did, why didn't the three superpowered guys just do this earlier? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, those faceless moves must have been really powerful. That, let's not let's not get stuck on plot because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the school's going crazy because uh, the general has taken over the school. I don't know how he's made everyone crazy. Probably he's got chips. He puts chip, the chips in there. Oh, microchips in their and brains. And then you get a kind of a weird. Again, one of those problematic scenes of people chasing girls around and trying yeah. to put their skirts. Skirts blowing up and, and guys just being pretty lecherous. If, if I can go back a little bit, was there a scene... Is this the scene where the Pompadour guy hooks up with the future, the future rascals or did he do that beforehand? He did that beforehand. He did that before. That's a, that's, we should have probably touched on that. So, in the same way that the future cops hooked up with... Pun. Um, Pun. Yeah. And said, "We'll help you out." The future rascals hooked up with this guy and said, "If you help us find this this judge, we'll help you out." Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's like a mirror image. It's like the yeah, dark yeah. mirror of our hero, the Pompadour guy, who's probably the secret hero of this movie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it weren't for the fact he was chasing girls around the school. Well, they did. No, actually, I don't know if they mind controlled him with the chips. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he was just an evil bastard. He's just yeah. He's well, they were chasing dish. the girls around, they're throwing the guys off the buildings, and. Let's be fair, though. At the beginning of this movie, the hero would have been doing the same thing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, they don't paint him <laughs> with, with a different crazy, moral brush. So, uh, there's a scene I think we have to point out where they they're kind of beating people up, and there's a guy tied up in a archway, and they're just kicking all these soccer balls. <laughs> it's a great torture. Yeah, so everybody's gone crazy, and teachers gone crazy, and students are beating up other students, and so. pulling them along, and yeah, kicking them up, and so, oh god, and then they realise that. Hung didn't actually come to school that day. He didn't come to school. And you know why? Because he found out that he is actually the judge. Because his surname was changed when his mother remarried. Married? Who did he? she remarry? Richard Ng. Uh, well, his name's Richard in the film. Uncle Richard. Uh, who's... Out of every, every movie I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's out of every year. He has a moustache. You know who I'm talking about. What's the actor's going I think Richard. his name's Richard Ng. Yeah, it's Richard Ng. Oh, yeah. um, also, not to jump around a lot, but... Uh, at some point, the love interest says to Hung, you cheated. She found out that he cheated at the school. Oh, a test. So oh, yeah. Disappointed. Not cheated on, as, a, as a, you know, but like the actual cheating on test. Yes. Yeah, cheating in the practical sense. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean cheating. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, and he's, he's having his birthday party and he's dressed like a four-year-old. I still don't understand how, how he's going to become this judge. I don't know. You know, everybody changes. Well, yeah, they really change him. Yeah, like you can't change the future, the past apparently, but so, they change the fuck so out his, of that guy. His mum marries the Uncle Richard. Yeah, they say you have to change your name, and then they'll 
he realizes in the the future cops are like we got to sort this out. Yeah, we got to protect you because the general's back and he wants you. And that's why he doesn't go to school. Yeah, uh, because he's a coward. Because he's a coward. Um, he's really not a judge. He's he's just yeah. So then the bad guys decide that um, the girl next door is his love interest, so we'll capture her. That's why they put the chips. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he yeah. starts saying, "If you guys, if he doesn't if show up, we're going to shoot we're gonna, people. Yeah, start killing people." And uh, you know, and hung at this point, he's just like. Fuck this! I'm out. <laughs> he doesn't actually want to go at all. <laughs> he uh, he's getting ready to go. He's packing all of his stuff, and then he finds the jumper that yeah his, his <laughs> that, 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 yeah his so his the, the girl next door had uh, knitted him this sweater, which is awful. It's, it's, it's an awful sweater. <laughs> he puts it on, and one arm's too long, and it's a lot of, you know. yeah. And he's like, it's incredible. It fits perfectly. And this is hanging on the washing line for whatever, like they had to buy you for washing. Anyway, so the, the future cops decide to get on the, the chip in the head kind of. Uh, oh, yeah, they have you know, chips, they give so, you special so powers. They, they give all the uh, the main protagonist chips and it turns. start to turn into um, other Street Fighter characters, such yeah. as the sisters now Chun Li. Yeah, that's right. And Richard. Oh wait, no! Don't spoil that don't yet. Spoil that bit. Okay. Don't spoil that yet. So anyway, he gives them, and then they turn up at the school. Oh wait, they give Hung a, a big freaking oh, big ball. Yeah, they don't give him a chip. They give, they him, give him what might be his, considered a dragon ball. A gel? Yeah, yes. It's yellow. Yes. yes. It. Oh, Office I think it does. Knows. I think it does have stars on it. It has. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a dragon ball. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They give him a dragon ball up his nose, and it's the and size it's like of a, a tennis reverse, ball. It's a reverse. Uh, Total Recall scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Giant yeah. up his nose. Yeah, it's yeah, the effects are good. That's <laughs> yeah, right. The effects are good, but nothing happens to him straight away. No, because yeah. apparently you need you to be to, you like have courage, courage. Have courage to activate the chip. So they he just gets courage until he finds the swim. Well, they all they all take these chips and then they're they're going to the school and he flies in on his flying. I don't know where he got it from, but he flies in on this flying moped. And he takes out a whole bunch of guys, and then he's, you know, throwing the peace sign to everybody and, you know, cheering up, and then he smashes into a wall. And everybody says, you're a great Superman, and then he crashes into the wall and he's like, you suck, you fail. <laughs> yeah. I want to give a shout-out to the, the Tai King Chun Lei. Uh, cha- yeah, Tai King. scene, that's pretty yeah. cool. And then you realise that, uh, well, Sam. You realise... The mother. The mother is also... Another Chun Lei. Chun, yeah, yeah so the, the Chun mother Tai. and the daughter are both Chun Lei. Which is actually kind of... In the different costumes as well. I give them props because, you know, you can choose different yeah. costumes. They've kind of gone that way. Sort of. Chun, like, yeah, Chun-Li is in some kind of... The best part about it is they make them do the bloody, like, ending, like, giggle, giggle, giggle <laughs> kick. Torn. Oh, my God. It was disturbingly, strangely erotic. <laughs> it's, uh, it was uncomfortable. And, like, you know, Chun-Li's wearing these, like, spiral Madonna bra. Yeah, it's great. Also, during this point, the mother looks like... A similar age to the daughter. Yes. yes. Like yeah. they both look very young. Like it's, the mother looks old. The mother never the glasses. looked like she was old enough to yes. be the mother anyway. Yeah, she would, they would kind of similar. No, no. They, they look. One looked like I. They looked like they were sisters, and one was born like eight years before, yeah. like nine years before. This no. is a hair Just breadth. old enough to be an older sister, not the mother. Yeah. yeah. That scene was like a hair breadth away from being like a triple X parody. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, real close. Yeah, yeah, real close. Uh, and Ty King definitely looked like a terrible porn star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they're, they're still fighting and they're getting beaten. And then who should show up? Richard. 
Oh, Richard, mm, yeah. He actually doesn't, you don't know it's him because he flies in as a big green ball. And literally, it's just a ball. Literally a ball. It's a also, big ball. Before that fly, you hear, you hear the literal, you hear the blanker sound. Oh, yeah. And he, because they're getting kicked by the general, and then he shows up and electrocutes the general. Yeah. And he's quite powerful. And he goes, oh, he's weak to electricity. Yeah. Which is weird, because, well, I guess he's a robot, so. Yeah, he's a robot. Um, and. They they all take turns kicking Blanker around quite comically because they're literally kicking, kicking like him. A ball, like yeah, all, all, yeah, yeah, kicking and, him in the yeah, ass. Doing his like doing a fake cannonball like his yeah. cannonball move. Yeah, and it's literally a big beach ball. Yeah, it's literally yeah. a giant it's, beach ball. Yeah, and uh, Vega kicks him too hard and he basically curves away. And, that, and he's done. <laughs> yeah, and I've just got to I've got to say that he's green for the rest of the movie. I kind of feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> he's become Blanker. <laughs> like he like everybody at least gets. You know, to look like a person still. Yeah. He not. Nah, he yeah. looks like a guy painted green with yeah. a green chest. It ain't easy the, being green. Life. How's he going to explain that to people? He looks like a businessman. Well, he just electrocutes <laughs> them if they don't like him. He's powerful. Yeah. Powerful guy. Can you imagine Blanker going into business meetings? Um, a corporate Blanker. <laughs> you hear him before, <laughs> before he comes into the office. You hear this. <laughs> I don't yeah. like your proposal. They ruined that man's life. I'm just going to say they ruined the <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and Mr. Blanker. The thing is, could you, because they were handing him out, and he wasn't there at the time when they were initially handing him out, right? They just said they had one left, and yeah. then he comes in as, like, the joke, right? Yeah. But if you were sitting there, you'd be like, well, she didn't look any different. Like, they, they're fine. Like, why does he turn green? I don't have a Well, he wouldn't know that. Like, uh, they I'm, wouldn't I'm even s- tell him. They wouldn't tell him. And I don't know if you noticed, but... He doesn't seem upset about it at all. I'm really confused. <laughs> when he I'm shows up... pissed off. When he shows up, they refer to him as, like, a green, green monster. They, they have a name for him. Like Green Wolf or something? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Green Wolf. So he obviously has taken on the powers of, like, a known friend of theirs or something. So it's... I don't know. Maybe it's reversible. Secondarily, just going back a step... I, I fucking hope it's reversible... Why didn't they just give them the, the things that the guy ate during the... The, the discs? The discs. Why didn't they just give him those during the... Because uh, like five minutes of powers? Yeah, yeah. that scene doesn't go for more than five minutes. It's only five minutes. It's yeah. It's only the most fights. Again, I, I don't know whether the technical issues of this film... <laughs> Uh, you know, like it. That's where the fun is. Really That's sense. where the fun is. The fun. The corporate blanker is hilarious. Corporate blanker. I mean, like shit, man. Getting a suit tailored for yourself when you're on. He's gonna have a hard time with that chest. Yeah, it's just. Uh, then, we, then we cut back to um, the Hong character who's in a pile of rubble from the earlier crash. That's right. Um, finally, transforms into his character, which, apart from being any street fighter, is effectively. Uh, go- Goku. He's Goku. Goku. Goku from Dragon Ball. Yes. And he's called, isn't he? Isn't his name Sai Saiyan? No, no, there is no. Yes, I don't yes, know what his yes, name is. Something like that. Yes. Saiyan. 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 Yeah, I looked at it and went, oh, it's Saiyan. Yeah, it's super Saiyan. Saiyan. Yeah. Super, he's gone super Saiyan. He's got blue hair. His, his hair is all like spiky. Cool, yeah, spiky. Somehow his t-shirt changed into the same t-shirt as almost the same t-shirt as Goku wears. Yeah, it's just a different color. Yeah. Do you know what I really appreciated though, which I thought was hilarious, was that every time he would move around, he'd have his arms in like a flex yeah. position. Except that he's obviously not built at all. <laughs> but I just appreciated that he, uh, you know, understood the gravitas of uh, what being a Super Saiyan means. <laughs> and he would show up. I love this. There's a scene where it's a static shot and he jumps around, but he kind of pops. <laughs> like he teleports. And, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't do anything with it. He just kind of teleports around the place. Uh, and then he shoots a fireball at, uh, at Toyota. 
Yeah. And pretty much knocks him out straight away. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's gone Super Saiyan. Uh, and then they all get together and uh, they're fighting M. Bison. He's doing uh, alright. M. Bison's holding them all off pretty much. They run down the middle of the school. Like, just yeah. <laughs> That's smashing through a wall. <laughs> that was the... The extent of the fight scene at the end of it was just kind of like fast panning with like frames taken out so everybody's moving really quickly and there's a shot of like Simon Yam bobbing his head and doing like snake-like move break dancing moves it, I don't think they're actually fighting no, I think they're, they're, just, they're just moving no, they're, you know what they're doing they're, the most they're doing is three stooges moves sped up <laughs> yeah. and then frames are ruined yeah. it's just it's three stooges stuff like yeah, that's, that's all they're doing. And there's, there's just stuff going on, and they're all bright and colourful, so you don't mind too much. Just like, yeah, something's happening. I'm a, I'm a five-year-old child. Yeah, this is entertaining to me. Something's happening. And uh, they, they end the fight, basically, by uh, holding down the general and... Uh, Cutting a hole through his chest with yeah. Baker Claws. Because they mention he's a robot. One of them mentions... Cause yeah, Kent, Ken. Kent. Yeah, okay, sorry, I missed that bit. Yeah. Because Kent has a... He already sort of showed that he was like... Like, not completely evil by giving the antidote but then he's like when, when Bison's messing with all the, the high school kids he's like why are we killing these people they've got nothing to do with it it's like haven't I taught you anything Bison's all like just I'm a robot and I'm evil I'm just going to kill everybody you're a jerk and then he just kicks him in the face and he flies around and yeah why would you try to reason with a robot anyway come on boss be yeah, nice so, so they drill a hole through him with the, the claws <laughs> And actually flies through the center of them. Through the yeah, center. it's a classic Chinese move. Le- leaving hole and then put a bomb in his chest. An atomic and, bomb. An atomic bomb. Imagine like, imagine a 1950s version of a rocket. Yes. <laughs> and a <laughs> like, A little like a stuff it in there. It's actually a callback because he made an atomic bomb. Yeah, really. he, did he did. He did. Yeah. He did, yeah. yeah. To get his job as a teacher, they're yeah. like, "What can you make? An atomic bomb." Yeah. And blow him up, essentially. Yeah. So his head flies in the air, of course. Boom. And they, they win Problem the day. Solved. They win the day. Happily um, ever after, except now you've got green blankers that bother anymore. Well, I assume at this point in the movie, uh, they're kind of saying the goodbyes because the future cops are now. Yeah, they're the on the roof. They've only got the two go weeks home. and two weeks is up. Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. Very convenient. <laughs> don't know what happened to Tyking and Toyota. They just. No, they've only got jobs as salesmen. <laughs> They're the ones who remember that Apple was going to make a bunch of money on the iPhone, yeah, so they're billionaires yeah. now. <laughs> and uh, they're all kind of gathered around together, and uh, Ryu shows up from the future, and he says, oh, we got we got another job to do. And for no real reason in particular, they all start throwing peace symbols everywhere. And the movie ends! And Can I, uh... <coughs> isn't that, isn't that, aren't they going to kill the judge at that point? Uh-huh. Isn't he? That's what he says. He says something. He says Saiyan. He says the he name says, Saiyan. He says we have to go fight the Super Saiyan. But yeah. I believe it's meant to be Super Saiyan, like as in like Dragon Ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the way it, the subtitle has it written, like phonetically written out, it's like it's very. Oh, I think it's. I think in the movie they probably said it as well, not to be too. It's Super Saiyan. It's yeah. Super Saiyan Man or something. Yes. Yeah. But isn't that the judge? No. No, he's just a no. normal guy. He's, no, he's, he's like a Goku. He's That's still... what Goku is. He's a Super Saiyan guy. No, they he's not. No, they don't. No, his name is Yu Hung or something. He, he says the name. No, no, no. Once they've changed, he. Co- they, I'm sure they say something about him. Yeah. They, well, they, well, I give it. I. I was like, I thought they were referring to another yeah, character from a different franchise so at that point, and, and like, yeah, next mission. 
So his his character name in the movie literally the, so it's Chen Tai Hong, which is him as a loser. It's Yu Ti Hong, which is him as a judge, and it's Nobita or Son Goku. <laughs> he's actually called Son Goku. So he's which is like Monkey King essentially, right? Um, and they they do like a like the end of the Street Fighter Van Damme movie with the oh cops. god yeah they they, oh, that's right. they do a they group kind of freeze fun. frame. Yeah. Also, I think to close loop on. A Street Fighter thing. I can't remember if we mentioned it or not. But there's a scene where Pompadour guy is playing, literally playing Street Fighter arcade game. He is playing Street Fighter arcade game. Yes. Like mashing buttons, like yes, this guy in style. Close scene. <laughs> so and and that's that's Future Cops. That's the film. That's the film. I I. Thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I, it is very entertaining. It is a very entertaining film. It's there's never a dull moment. No, you're right. It doesn't doesn't linger. If you're wondering like why we're kind of jumping back and forth, and, oh, this oh, it's literally it because so many jokes and gags and funny things. It's like it feels like a bunch of it feels like watching something from Saturday Night Live, but with a, a with a overarching story. Yeah, it? like it, it feels like if someone came up with a funny joke the night before, they chucked it in the film. It seems like an ongoing theme with these Asian action films, where they try to throw everything in, and the plot is just. Well, they don't. They don't sit there and write a coherent. No, they've got a general story, and then they write it as they go. It it almost feels like they try to, like they realize they 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 get as many actors as they can together, they get as many sets as they can together, and they get as many costumes as they can together, and they see what they can do. It's entertaining. Fairly star-studded cast, and I think in terms of the plot and all that thing. They wrapped it around just enough at the end to be like, okay, that's a story. So what's Zenning. what's the draw for the? Obviously, Street Fighter is a big yeah. It's draw. low rent. It's low rent Street Fighter before there was a licensed Street Fighter movie. Yeah, like isn't isn't that it? Like, like it, we need to cash in on this because I don't think people under, like maybe new kids, maybe some millennials out there don't understand how big Street Fighter was <laughs> back in the days. But huge. It was giant, and it was weird that there wasn't a tie-in. This, this is came cool. out straight away. This is still the best Street Fighter film. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but I challenge you to think live of it. action. Live it's action. Live yes, action. no. F- also, F- I think um, I think I, the director of this did how to LA, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I read that it came out like 15 days apart. These these two movies, City Hunter. And so yes. I think that the falling of the arcade could be a nod to that. In City Hunter, they they actually got the license to do Street Fighter because Jackie was Chun Li, he was Ken. They changed E Honda to E Honda, E Honda because they they didn't want to put Honda because obviously it's a rival car company. Yeah, is it? No, because um, cause Jackie's a big supporter of Mitsubishi, and they didn't Mitsubishi were like, dude, you can't have Honda, so they changed to E Honda. Politics. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they actually had the license for that, and maybe Wong Jing thought, "Well, I got the license for that film. Maybe just I have the costume scene." Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They probably had the costume. Actually, the right. costumes in that scene better. Like in in, in the City Hunter, that generally costumes like on point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Gary Daniels as Ken, perfect. If Street perfect. Fighter Two wasn't a game, and this movie came out as is, it'd still be fairly entertaining. Oh like, yeah, you can hear like, why are these people looking like this? But I just say. They're wacky people from the future. He's got an eye patch, whatever. Exactly, exactly. Having the context of these being bootleg Street Fighter characters gives it a little more... makes it more appealing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I just sort of like, oh, that's a wacky space pirate or, or whatever. It's, it'd still be a weirdly entertaining movie. I was going to say, like, what? how would you like consider this movie without the action? There wasn't much action in it anyway. Yeah, this is, this is a 
Asian humor podcast, yeah. it might even still like it was funny. It's slapsticky and funny, but it wasn't amazing. Like, would you call it an action film? I would almost not call it an action film. I would I would put it definitely on the side of humor because even the action in it is just. Humorous. It's slapstick. It's slapstick. Some of those kicks and, and the wire scenes, I was like, it's pretty great. Yeah, the, the explosions are pretty good. They didn't, they didn't skimp on those explosions. We didn't mention that during the last fight scene, there's a bit where a bunch of cops show up. These are the people cheering on our hero. Mm. But they come up with like four bands, and all of those bands explode. Like, they <laughs> get blown blow, up. They blow up a megaphone pretty good, too. There's lots of wire work, like people, like stuntmen flying everywhere. Yeah, there's some so, good stuff. Well, how's the action then? Action's like a three out of ten. Yeah. Oh, oh damn! Three that's, out of ten. Yeah, six. I I give it more the than a five. Fireball scene is about a six. I'm sorry. Fireball. Mm, the right. fireball scene where they're tearing up that that shop. Yeah. That's a six. I'm sorry. They're throwing cars at each other. <laughs> that's that's not good. None of it's good. Action doesn't have to be good. <laughs> it just right, has to be action. Right. I, I put it up to four. That's the size I go. Oh, oh, man, Michael. Yeah. No. No. I. I. I'd go five or a six. Yeah, it's not great action, but there is some action there, and uh, it's it's worth a good laugh. Yeah. Now the movie's good. Like I, I have no problem recommending the film because it's funny. <laughs> you would recommend it as a comedy. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't recommend going in if you want to watch some like if you're looking for something that's going to hit that like kung fu itch. You're not going to get it here. If like it's just, not going to happen. Yeah. If you yeah. just watch that. YouTube preview, you'd be like, this looks like a great movie. Yeah. And it still is, but there's like an hour of wackiness thrown in the middle. Like, like, what? I'm going to say that the fight scenes in the Battle Wizard were better. That that fight scene with the chick with the, with like the, the ropes and stuff where she's pulling people up and she's like, that's better than 90% of the fight scenes in here, except these ones have fireballs. Yeah, I, I'm going to disagree with you, Nathan. I'm going to say that this film has incredible action. <laughs> uh, you know, like, right. uh, I've right. got two words for you, really. Fireball. <laughs> fireball. Right. fireball. It, a fireball being shot at someone, huh? Car crush. Car crush. Like, the car thing is fun, but it's a joke, because they don't look like cars. They look like bits of cardboard and tin. Man, Ken lands on a car and explodes all the windows. Yeah. All the windows explode when he lands yeah. on his car. Um, yeah, like... I don't know. There, there, there's no impact. There's no kineticism. It's, it, it's not a martial arts film. It's not. I no. Don't go seeing that, but no. it's fun. It's a fun film. It has martial artists in it, and there's a couple of kicks being thrown. Not a martial arts film. Yeah. Uh, so, was there... <laughs> have you said that? Was there anything in the film where you, that, that you would you want to try? I would like to be able to time travel. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. I'd like to eat a fridge. You'd like to I eat a fridge. I would like to also eat a fridge. Yes. <laughs> I would like to take my girlfriend into a Super Mario game <laughs> and drug her. <laughs> and, dr- and drug her. Like and that, kick a turtle. That seems like a great thing to do. Yeah, there's a turtle crawling around on the floor that they jump over, and yeah. she she kicks it away. And it's it's a creepy looking man in a turtle suit, and it's creepy <laughs> as hell. It looks real weird and gross. Yeah, it's not cute at all. It's all. like they were trying to do like some kind of psychedelic uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory kind of thing. And yeah. it's like, we haven't got the money for that. We spent on the explosion. Just check some guys running around the background with the Mario. Put up some cardboard. That'll do. I appreciate it. Mikey, is there anything in there that you'd want to go? Well, I wouldn't mind getting a computer chip shoved up my nose <laughs> and getting myself superpowers. Oh. But yeah, no. Why didn't I think of that? That's such a good one. I'd want to turn into Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but you might turn into Blanca. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate Blanca. Poor Blanca. 
Poor Richard. Corporate Blanky is doing your taxes. I, I, I really do appreciate that, that Blanky just looks like a dude wearing a muscle suit. Well, he <laughs> is a dude wearing yeah, a muscle suit. Like, I don't even bother trying to hide like the like the, the like the edges of the suit. Like, <laughs> you, can see, you can see where it's sewn. Well, Richard Ding like, still has his mustache. I don't know if that's in his contract that he has to keep that on. All the I, I ain't shaving. Yeah. I don't know whether they coloured it red, though. <laughs> It was pretty funny, and you know, it, it's played for last, but I thought they did a really good job. Richard Ing is a very, very good blanker. Mm. He always seems to play, like he played the freaking bat <laughs> in uh, Kung Fu Cult Master. Ah, he thrives on it. It's good, I've, I've got no problems with his, his performance. Uh, it was impeccable. Well, I'm very pleased that we did that, because um, it was a really fun, funny bit of comedy, and we haven't really done a comedy, we've had some we've had, comedy. We've had stuff that borders on comedy, yeah. it's been funny. But it's uh, never been. That's never been. It's always erred on the side of either drama or action. Yeah. This is the first one that's definitely like eighty percent comedy. And it didn't have a weird shift in tone where no. somebody gets raped or something like that. Yeah. Like oh, happy go lucky. Oh, something dark. Well, except yeah. for the fact that there was kind of a rape scene in it. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Magnificent Butcher, Scott. I have not. We, we saw Magnificent Butcher and it's all, haha, it's funny, oh, murder, death, rape scene. And you're just like, oh, that's... that's it's real dark. It's, yeah. Is it a good movie? Oh, my gosh. Not really. Like, when they're trying to be all slapstick and, and Samuel Hung's trying to be a happy-go-lucky kind of guy, when there's this, the rape and a murder scene... But isn't that, like, the impact now is, is more powerful? Uh, it's, it's, no, it just feels like it's out of place. It's <laughs> uh, You know, it's like going to go see, like, the Wiggles and one of them flashes you or something. It's just like, that's unexpected. Hey, there's a flashing scene in the movie we just watched. There is a flashing scene in this movie. Man, this movie's... Look, this it's movie's... It's it, it, all movies. It's all terrible. It's all movies. It's all best and the worst. It's yes, best. it's everything all at once. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Scott, for bringing... Uh, okay, the, the, the last question. The oh, question. What? Would you would you watch it with your girlfriend? Would you pick an She recommended it to me, so absolutely. <laughs> your, your girlfriend's awesome. Oh, your wife. Your wife is wicked. My wife would probably watch that and just go, eh, eh. <laughs> Renee would give it a shot. Would she? But she would walk out. Like, she, she would walk like, out. No, nah, this is this is yes. crap. I can imagine Jenna walking out as well. Jenna has walked out. She, she walked out on Buddha's fist. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't, Buddha's fist didn't have fireballs, though. Yeah, but it had really bad dubbing. Which was oh, dubbing. Yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to make Joe sit through it and just go, I'm going to test you at the end of it. Just, you have to watch it. Renee, so. Renee would either A, walk out of the room, B, ask me to turn it off, or C, just be on her phone. Like she, there would be no way she. Like, she's still watching it. Still counts. I don't understand that. Like, how can you? Are you not entertained? Like, how people you, aren't entertained. Oh, that's it's crazy to me. This movie is incredible. They, they, need, they need the plot to matter. Uh, there is a plot. There's romance. <laughs> there's <a> romance. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy. This is like a not another teen movie kind of. It's a like, little bit. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, a variety. Renee probably wouldn't watch those. No. <laughs> that's fair enough. It's not everyone's cup of tea, no. but it is ours. Yes. Can uh, I say that, gentlemen? It's, it's our reason for living. Is yeah. That's the thumb up. Is it? Yeah, thumbs up thumbs for this up, film. Up. Hey. Yeah, you're like, what? It's like, it's like watching like Turkish Star Wars. You're like, what? <laughs> like, it's not going to, it's not, you said it's like your second favourite movie. It's yeah. like pretty far down the list for me. In the ones that we've seen? In the ones that we've seen. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. It's, it's probably, it's under Project A. Yeah. It's probably under Battle Wizard. What's it above? Probably a 
Father Fifth Magnificent Butcher. Oh. I didn't watch The Buddha's Fist. Okay. So, but everything I've heard sounds like it'd probably be under that list as well. Mm. It's about equal with Shogun Assassin with me. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, see, I put Shogun Assassin quite high. Yeah, but you said this is your second favourite, so... Yeah, well, maybe Shogun Assassin is, like, third. <laughs> maybe. Controversy. Yeah. No, I, well, I like Shogun Assassin better than Buddha's Fist. I like it better than... I'm going to say I like it better than Kung Fu Cop Master. Oh, Kung Fu Cop Master. Yeah. As, a, as a film, like, a, a, someone... Yeah, I would probably put them. this above Kung Fu Cop Master, except yeah. that I like the fight scenes in Kung Fu Cop Master a lot better. Yeah, well, you know, you got Jet Li. Who, yeah. who do you got in this film, really? <laughs> no one. Come no. on, guys. Andy Lau, he's a pop yeah, well, star. You know, the guy from... What's his name? Like, Jack, Jackie Chan's... Oh, Kenneth Lowe. He's <laughs> throw down. He doesn't do nothing. It was him and Ty King... Are the only two legit martial artists. And they in should that have movie. had them on the opposite sides, and they should have had a fight scene. They're barely in it, aren't they? No, it's not a fight. It's not a martial arts film. <laughs> if you put real martial arts into it, you're giving it too much credit. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you're detracting from the humor. Yeah. It's like a seven-hour movie. Yeah, that's right. This movie already went for like what, twelve hours. It felt like it. Yeah. Some bits. Can I also say, uh, we occasionally do a, another podcast about video games, and we rip on certain people for their mispronunciations of video games. Mm-hmm. Sam, you said Ryu and Ryu several times in this podcast. <laughs> yes. Get your shit together. <laughs> what, which one is it, this guy? Hey, I, I, Are we funny? We well, don't know which one it is, but you should choose one. I know which one it is. I've, I've done the same thing, though. I, I've always feel weird with that, because some people do go, Ryu, Ryu. And other people go, Ryu. His name's Ryu. It's Ryu. Ryu. Yeah, it's Ryu. Ryu. His name's Ryu. I remember Ryu. seeing a bootleg Street Fighter machine and it had like Ryu spelled R-H-Y. R-H-Y. Like Ryu. And Dalsum was spelled with an S. Like Shalsum. Shalsum. And Zangief was spelled Zangrief. Yeah, where was Zangief and where was like Mike Tyson Balrog? I don't know. Maybe they couldn't get the license. Well, they, they didn't get the license for any of the rest. Why didn't they bother putting them in there? It wouldn't have been. It was just a little cameo. Like, well, they didn't fit into the story, Nathan. They can't just chuck anyone in there and just fit in with the plot. <laughs> You're saying they couldn't make, they couldn't have had a funny joke with this. I think Zang, a Zangief character in there would have been hilarious. You know what? I, I'm, I should be a movie writer. It could have done a spinning power driver through the chest. That would make more sense than the Vega thing. <laughs> okay, so as, I as, should be a movie writer. As crazy as this film is, I think they tried to be as uh, accurate to the source material as they could. Right? <laughs> oh, no, hang on, no, no, hear me out, hear me out. The characters obviously are rip-offs, right? But in terms of like costume and like just general looks, Broomhead Man has you know Giles. It head. doesn't look terrible. It doesn't it look does, terrible. It wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have taken them any more effort to make his whole wig blonde than to give it that one blonde stripe. No, because if they made it blonde on like an Asian guy, it looks weird. So also they have the to find a way so for it. To, it, it does. I've seen dark colors. In there. Man, like one of the biggest like criticisms of like a Mushashi film is that it's, his hair is white and doesn't really match the rest of his hair. You can't, you can't mess with that too much. Like, if you get a Zangief, Zangief is a huge character. Like, you can't... Hey, you man, either have they, to... just, they, put, they just put Richard in, in another body suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish that. But, but, but then give him, like, a, chest, a bunch of chest hair. It'd be, it'd be fantastic. Just, just get him to do both parts. Man, they're going for funny, not ridiculous. Is what I feel. Is what I feel. You know, like I think, I think we need. I think we need to wrap this up now. Straddling the line. You're right. You're right. We're just going to be praising this movie all night. So, well, so Scott, what, what's your experience? What do you think about the uh, the Asian action cast? Would you Would you come back? We'd love to have you back. Oh, thanks for having me. I'd definitely come back. As many times as you I, can. I wish. Uh, I wish uh, Christian was here. I'd like to see what his thoughts on this. He's actually done a couple. Yeah, he's he's got some good insights. I wonder what he'd think of this movie. 
It was cool that like. I uh, think he would feel offended. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's, yeah. He's a street fighter, he's a street fighter die man, diehard. He has fighter. a cabinet. <laughs> yeah, he needs to see this because. Would he be offended yeah, or would he be yeah, entertained? Um, he's a little table that has yeah, yeah, a cat. He'd flip that yeah. over, I think. Really? Do you think so? Do you <laughs> nah, think nah, I think he. I don't know. It would. Like, I don't know. Also, just he, he would be asking for Zangief though. Yeah, and maybe immediately was Zangief. A T I think he'd get confused like I was, like when uh, they they kind of changed costumes and they yeah. became students. He'd probably get confused and not know who's who. Uh, I wasn't gonna say after that. Um, yeah, sorry, I had but it. yes. Like, so I I don't know what movie we, we don't really have a plan on what movies we do next. No, we we don't have. Thanks for letting me choose, by the way. Oh, any time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. guest, guest should be able to choose. I remember what I was going to say. I was just looking through the cast list and like some of these people are actors and some of these people are pop stars and yeah. retired pop stars. And it's, it's a, like I said before, it's a pretty loaded cast. It's yeah. Interesting. And they're probably, I mean, some of these guys are pretty much, this is their prime time. Like Andy Lau, Jackie Chewen. You know, it's not like they got these guys before they were famous. Simon Yan, I'm not sure about that. You know, I'm sure he was big. He was doing lots of John Woo stuff. I wonder how it did in, in Hong Kong at the time. Like, I wonder if it... Oh, in it terms okay? of its, it's box. In terms of box office and, and DVDs. Uh, well, given that he, um, the, the director, Wang Jing, actually released nine movies in 1993. Nine. You, could, you couldn't go to the cinema without accidentally seeing one. Every month. That's super inspirational. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I remember seeing a documentary on Hong Kong films and they just pumping it out. Like yeah. a production line, it's, it's super cool. This movie grossed $18 million. Hong Kong dollars, dollars right? Yeah. Uh, in no, in Hong million Kong dollars, dollars. eighteen, eighteen million dollars. No, put it, put it. How much did City Hunter? Huh? City Hunter? Yeah, I'd say it probably grows more yeah. because it's Jackie Chan. Well, yeah, but that that's what I'll, I'll compare. Also, yeah, I, 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 I assume like most of eighteen million dollars went to lawyers, <laughs> <laughs> copyright lawyers. You're crazy. You're crazy. Okay, so City Hunter grossed uh, the movie. Now talk amongst yourselves. And I consider it City Hunter was considered a failure as well in terms okay, of the box office. Yeah, fair, fair call. Was it? Yeah. I wonder how much it cost. It was not a, I, like this is one of those. It wasn't a great movie. Like City Hunter was not good. Like I didn't actually enjoy my time with it. You might have seen that one scene. The movie isn't like that one scene. Or well, that the the big problem with that movie is, is always the fact that um, Jackie Chan was making two movies at the same time. So he was making that during the daytime and at night time he was making Crime Story. Mm-hmm. She was uh, making also another very great film. Burn the candle both ends. Yeah, so, and uh, and it showed in both movies that he was a very lackluster performance. City Hunter grossed thirty, yeah, thirty million, so nearly double. Yeah, but it's still considered a failure. And still considered. A failure. I want to reserve judgment because I want to watch City Hunter. You haven't again. seen City Hunter. I've seen it well, you haven't seen it. No, I've seen it. I want to watch it again. All right. Because it's amazing. Well, we can do that. Oh, no, I've seen Fusion Cops, man. Huh? No. No, <laughs> we seem to go from themes from like um, actors and directors, don't we? Because uh, we've we've watched uh, a lot of you and Wu Ping, Pink, Wu Ping films, and uh, and a lot with Samo in a lot of films, and now we're going Wong Jing as well. Oh, yeah, so we've done a couple of those. We've done a, a couple of thematic themes. I reckon we. I reckon the next one we should go um, a bit more modern. Yeah, I agree. So. So, Future well, Cops EX. Future Cops. <laughs> future Cops EX plus Alpha. <laughs> Sounds like The Rain. Too. <laughs> the Rain, oh, I reckon we should, the, we should watch The Rain too. The, the Rain has... Actually, we should watch The Rain. I think we should watch The Rain and The Rain too. We need to set aside a couple of weekends for The Rain because it goes for like three hours. Yeah, it's, it goes a long time. That's one of my favorite films. Oh. Right. 
All right, so thanks very much, everybody. Yeah, thank you, Nathan, Scott, thank you, Mike, John. Look forward to seeing you again. Until then, peace out. Damn, how long is that? Is that it? Four of us. Oh wait, how does it stop? That's just leveling. Is the timer still going? Uh, yeah. Push the stop button. Where's the stop button?